Welcome to the episode 5 of the RISE Fitness and Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Carlo. I hope you had a chance to listen to my previous episodes on motivation, goal setting and dieting, as today I want to give you another tool that might help you keep everything in track and to consistently work towards your goal at the pace that suits you and you only. For your comments, feedbacks and ideas, please get in touch with me on my Instagram channel at thecarl.fit. Happy listening! Okay, so today I would like to tell you a little bit more about me. I currently live in Tokyo, in Japan, and I moved here somewhat around four years ago. Before moving here, I lived between North America and my home, Italy. Living abroad, and more in general living by yourself, is quite challenging under many aspects that are outside of the scope of today's podcast. But in particular, it's hard when it comes to keep a regular schedule and a within-the-norm healthy lifestyle with the right nutrition and a workout plan. It's normal and very common to hear friends that move abroad gain, and in some cases, mine specifically, lose weight over the years due to adjustment to the new life, the new schedule, the fat and the body. Aren't anyone? Is cooking for them anymore? Or strict budget, stress, and well, the list goes on. Just top it with a dash of effort and a sprinkle of from tomorrow's, and there you have it. You went through an unwilling, gradual transformation to a potentially unhealthy version of yourself. But hey, I am in no position to judge or shame anybody. I've been there too. Whenever I changed country, I shrank, losing weight at a fast pace that wasn't exactly ideal either. Now I know that it could be more frequent the opposite, when people gain weight, but there are situations like this too. But the common background is the same, moving from a state of balance to an unbalanced state, whether it's towards a plus or a minus on the scale. Over the course of these past four years here in Japan, I was able to drastically change my body. I stopped shrinking, hooray! And managed to gradually increase my weight, transforming my body composition, improving the quality of my sleep, my strength, my muscle mass, my endurance, my satisfaction, and, consequently, all of the emotional and psychological aspects coming after this. For instance, having better self-esteem, better manageable levels of internal stressors, better relationship with food and my body image. Mind you, I'm bold. And I started losing hair sort of early, but kept on clinging to what was left of my head until it was becoming, how to say, laughable. So taking the path of shaving my head was the first step, but was one very important decision. For a man, and I guess for everybody, it's not easy to go bold. It is quite uncomfortable and makes you feel ashamed. But the sooner you realize that nobody cares, the better it is. And as I say now, better bold than scared of the first gust of wind. This brings me straight to today's topic, the past you and the future you. What am I talking about? Am I going to read your horoscope and tell you your future? Am I going to read your hand and tell you your past? Stay tuned. No, not even close. So don't worry about it. You didn't press play on the wrong podcast. During the past years, I have subconsciously developed a strategy, a trick, a mind hack, I call it whatever you want, way to help my consistency and my adherence to the plans that I had for myself. So today, I want to share it with you, hoping that this might turn into something beneficial for your path as well. I have realized that in the past, every time I made poor choices when it came to nutrition and fitness, such as binge eating or drinking, overtraining, cut my sleep and other stupid ideas, there was a pattern. The day or days after, or in some cases the weeks after, I would definitely pay the consequences of those things. And when I say weeks, I mean specifically injuries. 
I have been through a lot of injuries. So every time I was in those situations, I kept thinking of the moment where I took those decisions and I always told myself in a clear voice, this is the last time. But then I would do it again and spiral back in the same loop. But the breakthrough came one day a couple of years ago in a completely different setup. And this is 100% a true story. When I was practicing karate, it was almost every night. Out of seven days a week, I would practice between four, sometimes six nights a week. And uh, between Monday and Friday, my schedule was very, very, very messy. I would leave my apartment around 8 a.m. and I would come back around at least 11 p.m. So I would work during the day, then aim for the dojo. The dojo is where I used to practice karate. I will do an hour of training by myself, plus usually an hour, an hour and a half of karate class, followed by an hour or sometimes a couple of hours of extra training with the people there, and if necessary, by myself. To then finally approach my apartment around at least 11 p.m., as I mentioned before. And I remember clearly, I come back at home exhausted, open a door, take off my shoes like we do here in Japan, drop my bag with a sweaty karate uniform on the floor next to the door, unpack it right there and then, drag myself in the kitchen, cook something for dinner, eat, leave the dishes and the pan in the sink, along with the blender and the bowl for my breakfast, take a shower, lie down scrolling mindlessly on Instagram until I realized it was very late, way past midnight, and time to sleep, and every day I was waking up around 7 a.m. So that gives you an idea of how messy my schedule was and how bad my sleep routine was as well. Here we are. One day I did exactly what I described just now. I went to sleep, but my alarm didn't ring. So I randomly woke up by myself at 7.40, having to leave at 8 a.m. from my place, still having to have breakfast, pack my training bag, dash out to catch a train. And well, you can imagine the face of horror I had when realized that my training gear was all over the floor, still sweaty and dirty next to the door, and the blender I used to make my morning smoothie was still dirty from the day before. While panicking to get my sh** together, I found myself cursing at the past Carlo. I swear, it's the truth. You heard me right. I was insulting the yesterday's version of me. And I kept on internally mumbling a list of damn, if only I cleaned the dishes yesterday. If only I prepared my bag before or slept earlier instead of staring at my phone for an hour until it was too late. And all sorts of similar thoughts kept my mind busy the entire day throughout the work. When I got home later that day, I did what I had to do. Have everything clean and ready for the, guess what? The future Carlo. So when I woke up the day after, I felt like I should be grateful to the past Carlo for allowing me to have breakfast without the anxiety of the tickling clock and the fear of being late. So this kind of liberating sensation from anxiety and fear is what actually strung a chord. So the idea of past and future Carlo is what still drives my decision and my laziness. And when I feel like I don't want, for example, wash the dishes, I want to leave them in a sink, well, I think that future Carlo might be in a rush and be late because of that. When I feel like I want to swim in a bowl of peanut butter, I ask myself if future Carlo will be okay with that choice. When I don't want to get up and walk or work out, you guessed right. An image of my future self is there and he is asking himself if that was the right choice or a choice to be proud of. 
and this works in other occasions as well. Uh, for instance, if I go to the gym and I feel like I squeeze the life out of my muscles during the lifting, my form is crumbling and exposing me to a great risk of injury, but I want to do another set because, damn, why not? There you go. Here is future Carlo. He can be either injured, in pain, depressed because of the setback due to the injury, or he can be healthy, strong, and progressing because today I stopped before snapping my back. You understand what I mean here? I subconsciously use this system for a whole list of things, from the most menial tasks, such as cleaning, to the ones more important around my health, and it works. As I can't imagine a future me that will be proud of detrimental decisions towards his health and daily life. So I personally think that this concept can be applied to a lot of us, as most of the time the choices that we make when it comes to our health do have clear consequences in our mind. It's just that it becomes a little complex to see those in a perspective. So to imagine them on us as, you know, they sound distant. But if we imagine ourselves looking back to the choices we made today, it becomes a whole lot clearer. Can we be okay or at ease with them? Are we going to be pissed? Are we going to regret the choices that we made? Now, the last implication of this past you versus future you strategy is that there is no one shaming or judging ourselves. There will be no one that will point the finger at us. It's just us. There's no angel or devil on our shoulders whispering to help us to decide, as the decisions that we make for our health, as long as made consciously, are neither good or bad, as the consequences are a product of our mindful choices. It's not like we weren't told about the consequences, right? So if I consciously decide to binge today, so if I consciously make the choice, if I mindfully make the choice to binge today, whether it is binge drinking or binge eating, knowing that tomorrow I'll wake up sick and I'll wake up regretting this, it is a bad choice, yes, but it is still a mindful choice. So again, there's no angel or devil here. It's not good or bad. It is a mindful choice. It's a decision that we make and then we pay the consequences of it, willingly, knowingly. So and on the other side, if I decide to rest a little longer at the gym or to avoid doing the last step of that lift or squats so that I can avoid snapping my knees or my back, the day after I'll be grateful because I can wake up without pain and I can still train normally. There you have it. Every time you're facing a choice, imagine your future self. I know it sounds a little weird at the beginning to call yourself future Carlo or future your name, but you know, it's a little trick that can help you get great results. So I hope that this can help you as it helps me daily. If you feel like you want to share your experience or opinion, please get in touch with me on my Instagram channel at thecarl.fit. Now, if you don't mind, I gotta go clean them dishes before future Carlos calls me. Have a great day and a week ahead, everybody. And that was it for today. Thank you very much for listening all the way to here. I hope you had a chance to learn something useful that you can apply to your journey. Be sure to subscribe to my channels to receive the update every time a new episode comes out. For every kind of feedback or request or comment, please reach me on my Instagram channel at thecarl.fit.